0: Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenounos.com for more info. Buzz you later.
1: You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV Let the buzz
0: begin! But i like window breaks. <laughs> it's the After <laughs> Buzz T. Foster's After Show, and tonight we're talking about the episode called Show. And here to help us, we have three very exciting guests. Bradley Breidweg, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Bradley is the creator, a producer, and this director of this episode. Yes. Oh, my god. Ooh, and on yeah. the couch, guys, please introduce yourselves. Ashley. I am Ashley. What's going
2: on? I don't (laughs) know. I'm looking.
3: Hey. Hey.
0: And it's Corbin. Blue. What's up, everybody?
3: The original Romeo and Juliets. That's
4: right. Oh my God. (laughs) Reunited. So cool.
5: They didn't die. They're here. They
0: made it back. Oh,
5: yeah. Yay.
0: Um, Let's do some quick intros from the panel over here. I'm Jeffrey Masters. I tweet from Jeff Masters 1.
5: I'm Stephanie Georgie. I tweet
6: from at Stephanie Georgie. And I'm Jillian Leff. I tweet from at Jillian Leff. And as always, you can tweet me during the episode using my handle, at Jillian Leff, or the hashtag ABTVFosters. The internet's a little weird tonight. I feel like there's going to be an influx of tweets since you guys are all here, which is amazing. So I will try to get to as many fan questions as possible.
0: Thank you, Jillian, for doing Mm -hmm. that. And of course, you can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, YouTube. Leave us a comment there. We love hearing from you. Um, This was a huge episode, the episode we've been leading up to the whole season. That's like season B season, we'll Mm -hmm. say. Yes, Mm -hmm. 3B. 3B, yeah. yes. And then on a personal note, I've been predicting the Foster's musical since day one, since yeah. I was really <laughs> so musically inclined. You have? Roll, t- have. T- season Roll the tape. We have the <laughs> t- tape. T- few- no, it was when Brandon was like getting musical, and then Mariana, we found out, could sing. She had like a light single she put out, I think, a couple years ago. Yeah. And Callie did, uh, Mar- Maya did the Teen, Teen
3: Beach, Beach movie. movie. Right. I've been we have looking very, forward to this. very musical kids, we really do. We're surrounded by them. Was that a coincidence? Yeah, it really was. You know, we just cast the right actors and they just happen to be triple threats <sighs> wow. themselves. So oh my God. We're capitalizing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. You know, there's so many changes uh, uh, that go on, like in the creative process, and the show evolves um, in the making of the show. How similar is the show now to what it was when you like first envisioned it?
3: Um, I mean, it's similar. We're still the same family and we still, you know, we, I think, have the same principles. You know, (laughs) you never know in this town, but it still feels like we're really grounded and we try to do the best jobs that we can. Um, I think it's just a much... It's a well-oiled machine at this point. You know, that first season we were just all trying to figure it out too, you know, and yeah. it it was our first show and you know, we were just kind of thrown into, you know, a 10- se- or a 10-episode order and we were, you know, having the time of our life, but we were winging it too. You know, <laughs> we were figuring things out as we went along. And now we know what we're doing, and you know it's we're surrounded by the right team and the right crew, and we're just very lucky that way. Well, yeah.
6: this episode, the show was a well-oiled machine, and I personally feel like it had a lot to do with the man behind the camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> how was it directing the episode?
3: It was probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys know, it's we still only had seven days, right? So every episode we shoot seven days. Sometimes six, but mostly when we have seven days. So that's staging and shooting. Yes. And we staged it pretty quickly. Like, these guys were just, they came on board
2: and... We had one day to learn the two huge musical numbers of the show. We learned Uh, it all in one day.
7: As we were watching the episode, Ashley and I were sitting there going... It hurt so much more than li- it like <laughs>
2: <laughs> When we watched the big fight sequence, my like my legs started hurting like all over again. It was it like PTSD, was a lot. <laughs> it was terrible. It
7: was a lot. It was a lot of work, but I mean, it was so worth it. It was really yeah. beautiful what, what came together at yeah. well, That
0: fight was intense, too, mm-hmm. though. The Mercutio fight. That fight was fun. Woo! Yeah.
7: It's so fun. And you guys haven't had a chance to watch the full Romeo and Juliet no. Which is on the piece Freeform two. app, free
6: to go and watch that yes. right now. We Absolutely. will, as soon as we get home. Gotta
7: check Ugh. that out, too, because it's it, well, first of all, I was just very lucky and blessed to be able to work with this man again, mm-hmm. and then with this beautiful girl again. Uh, we did Romeo and Juliet, Love is a Battlefield, at the Rockwell, mm-hmm. and we played Romeo and Juliet. And then to be able to come back and play Mercutio and Benvolio, yeah. and see the whole show from a different light, but what, when you look at Romeo and Juliet, obviously as adults, we all know Romeo and Juliet, okay, it can be a little bit overplayed, but what he did with it is he completely revamped it and made it rocked out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and fun and cool to watch and and from a a new different young perspective so doing uh, the show at the Rockwell uh, for me was just very very special it
2: was so much fun we had a Really, it was seven, six, good. seven months of six months. that show. Yeah, it was that
3: long to run? Yeah, yeah. to run a wow. show for six months in LA is. We want awards, y'all.
6: Yes. Well, it was funny because when uh, sort of like the musical idea was introduced this season, and we had found out that it was going to be Romeo and Juliet. Jeff and I had seen the show in LA, and we were kind of wondering, like, well, what are they going to do? You know, if it's going to be original music, like, how is this going to be? And it's so funny because before we walked in the room. Steph and I were both singing some of the songs that we already have stuck in our <laughs> head, uh, you know, from watching the episode once, So I actually can't wait to go home and download uh, the songs that are available on iTunes. And I saw that they're like the soundtrack's were doing album so number well?
3: 24 in the top 100 right now. Yes. It's crazy. We, crazy. Just passed, we just passed Sia and The Weeknd. Yeah.
6: Yes. Listen, so I right saw. right behind Hamilton, though. Well, I like, I
5: saw on Hamilton. I, yeah. I saw Foster's. No. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. are number
3: four soundtracks in the country. Yeah. And it's number 24 in top 100
5: albums well done it, it's right? batman versus
0: superman hamilton passion which was this week in the fosters yeah it's amazing so we're amazing. just
3: below jesus and hamilton and <laughs> yeah. batman That's so That's all the same person <laughs> do you, do, do. <laughs> um, all
0: right so was there some relief for you guys you, uh, um in the rnj the stage version you guys were on stage the entire time was there some relief going into this being like oh my god smaller roles we get to like re- relax and breathe and have a cup of water No. Not really. (laughs) No, not Not even not even
2: a little bit. If if anything, I was more stressed out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why? Because well, when
7: you do theater, you know whatever you do, you go out there, it's gonna happen, and you have a certain amount of people that are gonna watch that performance. That's what one of the beauty of theater is, you know. However, when you're talking about putting it onto camera, it's there for life as well as you're doing it over and yeah, over it's a totally and over and over again. It's not game. like you're gonna just bring up your energy, do the one performance. This is, you have to nail it, take after take after take. That was the
2: thing, I was so sore after, like we had, what was it, five days of rehearsal? Yeah. Um, for, the, for the musical part of it, we had five days of rehearsal and I was so sore afterwards and I had, we had like a, couple weeks break, I think, because it was New Year's and Christmas, and I had to, like, make sure that I, like, recuperated in the two weeks, because I knew we were gonna be doing that fight over and over and over and over again. And
7: especially you're talking about Christmas and New Year's, I mean, that's the time you want to like, relax. You
3: wanna just we have all sent your- We everyone away saying, do not eat or drink anything because our <laughs> yeah. costumes were pretty damn tight. <laughs> oh I mean, they were like <laughs> yeah. form-fitting. Yeah. Yeah.
5: My I shirt know. was like up here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, just g- give us an estimate. Like, let's say the fights. How many times did you guys run it while shooting it? Like, on the shooting mm-hmm. day?
7: Uh, okay, well, the, the, the fight sequence, at the end of the day, you have to think you have all these different angles. Yeah. And yeah. each angle was maybe what?
4: Or four, we had
3: three cameras running most of the time, and we yeah, probably yeah. ran it, I would say, eight to ten times. Yeah, because we didn't have a lot of time, remember? We were kind yeah. of gunning and running. Mm-hmm.
4: we really yeah. only there had
3: four really days cool to shots shoot the music. Where the steady
2: camp, where the camera guy was like on stage with us, so those were yeah. really cool because we would have to like dance around him a lot of the time, yeah. so.
7: The masquerade being one of the most interesting.
2: Yeah. Because <laughs> it was the, raining that day we did the masquerade. Yes, that it was, was the thing, insane. the stage flooded. Oh, man. Our whole
7: stage turned into water world.
2: Yeah, it was <laughs> crazy.
3: So I show up, it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's six o'clock in the morning, it's pouring rain outside. By the way, we shot like a block away from here. Amazing. Um, it's pouring rain outside, I walk in and literally, the entire <laughs> warehouse is flooded.
2: Soaked. It
4: was soaked. The
3: most expensive set we've ever bet, built, that I just... I'm talking like you right now.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> expensive set we've ever built and we're about to lose it. And so we just brought in all these vacuums and oh like the crew was just sucking the, like, out the water. I was like the
2: stage. I was like, helping was one of our ADs. So <laughs> after <laughs> every take
7: we're having to wipe our feet because then otherwise we're, we're you know making prints or sliding around. There were a
2: few takes where the Steadicam wanted to get like Matt and Mariana in the middle so we would have to run around the, the, cam. the camera guy. So we're like running on the stage and then like in the water and then like back up on the stage and like in the water again. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to slip and like break my leg. This is crazy. <laughs> it was insane. Worth <laughs> it. So worth it. It looks so great. The show must go on. The show yes. must go
0: yes. Let, so, let not. Before.
3: <laughs> so not less stressful.
0: No,
4: no not my, at all.
3: <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, what? Why, Why is this Why happening? Yeah. yeah.
0: Have you been wanting to direct since the beginning of the season or series? I always knew
3: that was something I would eventually do. I didn't think I would be doing it on the Fosters. I thought, yeah, I wasn't sure. And then when this started to appear in the writer's room and we started talking about doing the musical episode, then, you know, I of course jumped on it because... It's, it's been my baby it is my baby and mm-hmm. you know Peter and Joanna they've directed beautifully and that's intimidating too you know when you're like, like the third one out of the gate and you've got these two masters in front of you sure. um, yeah, it was a scary thing and I just I couldn't pass it up wow. I had to jump in and do it yeah, that's amazing. It went yeah. so well.
0: I just also can't believe, like, Mariana, she's been on the show since day one. And she can sing so beautifully, and her voice is so, like, mature and rich. And it's just, like, that's so fortunate yeah. to write a role for that.
3: I know. We're very <laughs> lucky. We saw, when we first started The Fosters, we saw this video of her on stage at the Apollo. Okay. And she was, like, 9 or 10 years old. It's on, it's on YouTube. You have to go find it. And she was incredible. She was incredible. And she just, yeah, and you know how tough the Apollo crowd is, Mm -hmm. they just fell in love with her. And so when we saw that, we instantly knew what we had and then we just heard some of her music and some of her other videos and she just, you know, she blows us away. Wow, do you remember what she was singing? It was probably like Patti LaBelle or it was like something <laughs> really soulful. I can't remember if you give wow. me a second, I'll think of it. But yeah, it okay. was quite spectacular.
0: It was so funny watching the show, the musical show, uh, in this episode. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. not talking about the battlefield. Yeah. Um, just because when Matt stabs himself and then she woke up, I gasped. Mm-hmm. And, like, how many times have we seen R&J? That's what I
5: had said prior to. I was like, it doesn't matter what adaptation of Romeo and Juliet it is. Like, yeah. if you're invested to the story and depending on who's performing it, it's like you feel it all over again. And I thought it was just great because it was a musical. And I think I was emotional to see my favorite story being performed hmm. with music. You know, I'm like, I was skeptical about the entire thing from the beginning. So I'm like, well, let's see what they're going to do with it. <sighs> And then I was like, "Oh my god!" No, I I mean I was, you know, because it's like it's one of those things. If you're passionate about it, you are, and. Well done. Yeah. I mean, the cousin and best friend—that was an important part too. So I was like, I hope they give it their all, and you guys did, and it was—it was amazing. That's why been, I'm like quiet right now because I'm a fan first. So I'm like, oh my god. No. <laughs> you know? I know. I was like, I've never seen Steph this quiet before. I, because I'm—I'm I'm wow. so intrigued to listen, and like, I, sh- I hear myself talk all day. So it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with. I told that. you, I
3: love to listen to you talk. So just talk away. <laughs> I need more accent though. All
5: right.
2: Yeah. But- <laughs> <More> good, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, in this
0: process, you've built a complete like musical more or less. Yeah. Roman and Juliet. Is that something that like theaters are gonna be able like get the rights to to do for themselves? Just like down the line?
3: Oh, I mean, who knows? Okay. You know, because the album is taking off right now and hopefully it continues to climb, you know, there have been some com- some conversations about maybe trying this for a night or two somewhere here in town. We'll see if that, you know, happens. but you know there are there's some behind the scenes chatter.
6: We wouldn't hate it. Yeah. We wouldn't
3: hate it.
0: Yeah. Um, Speaking behind the scenes, let's segue to, like, what was happening in the show. Mm -hmm. Specifically, intermission. Mariana and Matt.
5: They prevailed. I knew it. I knew (laughs) it. I was waiting. Are you on team Matt? Of course. I I let everyone Uh, know. We tweeted the entire time. I was like, I knew Mariana.
0: I (laughs) do not not like Matt, but Nick has just won me over this season. (laughs) Really?
3: Yeah. Tell me why. Um. Because I'm hearing that a lot, and I want to know why. I want to know why it is. I don't...
0: I think because the first two episodes, I did not like him at all. Mm -hmm. So, like, I've had the whole journey with him. I just find that he's so endearing, and he, like, takes care of Mariana, and he's, like, very kind to her, Mm -hmm. and I feel like he's working hard to get her, like, attention and affection. And... Starting from the place of like, who is this Boza? Like speeding down the road, mm-hmm. I think he's really just come around, and I like am find myself really fond of him. Right, in his character, he's
5: more of like a little project where Matt is love and chemistry. Like that's what exists, and they can't hide it. Yeah, so that's why Nick was like cute and like yes, I was really nice to see his character grow, but. <laughs> They there wasn't anything between them, and like every scene that Matt and Mariana had, I'm so happy that they were able to portray it like on screen, like that it was real, you know, yeah. without anything being said. And it's Matt and Mariana, it's our favorite. Matiana, Matiana. No, I, I think it's, I really
6: do like Matt and Mariana together. I think that I don't hate Nick for stealing the note because Mariana's a fantastic woman. We've seen her sort of like transition from a girl to a woman on this show, and. I would fight for her, too, if, yeah. if I you know was in that position. So I don't hate him for that, because he wants to keep her. Yeah. Um. I think he's now, the, the test is going to be, you know, will she speak up? Because they had that honest conversation, you know, about,
4: mm-hmm.
6: uh, you know, don't cheat on me, let's have the talk, and I'd rather you break up with me, which I completely respect, and I feel like that's sort of a very adult thing to do for someone in high school. Mm-hmm. I feel like in high school it's very easy to just, you know, mess around and move on and not think twice about it and just never talk to the person again Mm -hmm. and for him to step up and say that so... I'm curious to see the falling out from that because we did get a little snippet of it in the preview for next week. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Um,
6: so I don't know. I love Matt and Mariana together, but I also think that Nick is really good for her. So she has a choice.
3: You seem very surprised that we like Nick so much. No, I, I like to hear that because I, you know, he he had quite a journey this this season, mm-hmm. and I just I know where we're going, so I you know I have all this information <laughs> in the back of my head, and so I, I I just love to hear I love to hear why people have fallen so in love with him because a lot of people have. And he's, I mean, as an actor, he's so charming. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of um, Jason Priestley on 90210. Oh my he God. looks uh, just yes. like Brandon. He really does. He does. Um, but yeah, I so I mean, you we'll talk after the finale. It'll be interesting <laughs> okay.
0: to see what
4: you think
3: after the finale. Oh, I'm
0: nervous. Uh, yeah. We
6: have some tweets coming in. Uh, one from Maddie. She said, when Matt and Mariana held hands at the end, my heart I melted. <laughs> that was a I What a moment, right? Um, uh, Helga tweeted at me, hey, girl. Uh, Team Matt all the way, Matiana forever. Nick isn't good enough for Mariana, even if he has money. Mm. Which I feel like a lot of people Damn, think girl. that. You okay, know? but like
0: the older you get, the more like money's the only important thing for me. <laughs> 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 like if we're being honest here, I mean, well, you need that security. My you friend too. just married to Rachel. I respect her so much. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Any other questions? <laughs>
5: That's true. Do you have Jeffrey. money? Great, you're. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, any more tweets? Uh, <laughs> moving oh on. We
6: um, <laughs> well, no, i will
0: just saying moment. <laughs> Period. And stop.
6: Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Megan Casciotti. I know I butchered your name last week, and I'm sorry. Um, I say Zoe, Nick, and Sally should form a school group with Talia. Oh. <gasps> All
5: the villains. <laughs> well, Nick isn't a villain. I've never seen him as one, and that's yeah. fine. That's why he just hurts, but it's like you know the story of like who comes first you have to be loyal and then there's always that great person that teaches you something and shows you something but I think really all he's there is to serve as that you know that break between them and and again I talk like I wrote it and like I already know the rest (laughs) of the episode so sorry if I'm wrong but Yeah, I'm not comfortable labeling Zoe
0: a villain yet.
5: No, well, Zoe, no, a little bit because she knew what she was doing and that's your typical manipulative woman. Okay, in the movie uh, um, Drive Me Crazy, Mm -hmm. there's a line that Melissa Joan Hart says that when men and women compete, they do it very differently.
3: Sorry, what a throwback.
5: (laughs) Yes, I (laughs) know. Pull that
3: Melissa Joan Hart quote
5: just right out of your mouth. Yes, because (laughs) she says that when men do it, it's all about (laughs) like competitiveness and sports. When women do it, it's an art because we Mm. get in your mind and we think deeper. And so when that girl sat down, She knew exactly Mm. what that whole sexual situation thing is. And she wanted to guilt trip Mariana by saying... Um, he's not gonna dump you. Don't even try doing it because we had sex. They Jeff. might have not even had sex. She had claws You didn't see them. <laughs> yeah, I saw them I, she that.
6: Was I the was
0: line. just like really impressed by her voice. So maybe that like <laughs> softened the blow Dude, you did. Right? She like, did a great
3: She's she's a powerhouse, but yeah. still,
6: it's like the thing, you know a girl sees that there's something threatening and she's like I need to it's, you know like you I know, need to mark you, my spot like, yeah. I'm gonna tell you whatever I have to say to make you I don't care if you like me. You don't have to like exactly. me, but you just need to know where I stand with your former man. And women have good intuition, so she saw what was
5: happening between Matt and-
0: I just and wasn't impressed with her claws because I know gay people and they can throw shade <laughs> so much better. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't met a gay person in my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but just one.
6: Um, side note, Anton Meslowski just tweeted, the energy in this room is electric, which oh, I think is a compliment for us. So <laughs> thank, thank you, you, sir, appreciate it.
0: Corbin's engaged, watch out. <laughs> Separation <laughs> on the couch. Separation. We,
7: we had to do the show together, but we had to pretty much make out we made every out single night. For two and hours. And my fiance every night. is sitting right there. Luckily, the two of them I actually worked night. together prior to that. So I they're knew friends. I Sasha
2: for a year before I met you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was. I so it was, was yeah. it, was it was all
4: good. Yeah. all good. all fine.
2: Hi, Sasha, if you're watching this. Nice. Hey.
3: <laughs> Didn't we have a conversation about that? Like the comfortability well, yes. and, like, because yes, you guys because are friends? I were
2: like, I think we have Romeo, our new Romeo. And I was like, really? Who's it going to be? And he was like, you heard of Corbin Blue? And I, I like,
3: didn't say it like that. I was like, it's Corbin Blue! <laughs> you did? <laughs>
4: and
3: I was like, great! I know it's Beyonce! I would never say, have you ever heard of Corbin Blue? Because <laughs> I was flipping out.
4: Yeah, <laughs> you were,
2: he was so I excited. I was flipping out. I know! It was I so exciting. It was really cool. And I was like, well, I know it's Beyonce. I was like, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> but I love Sasha and I love Corbin, and it was, it was fun. Yeah. I was excited.
3: <laughs> Talk about Electric, the two of them were so, did you, you saw no, that version, No, we saw the right? first Romeo. Okay. I
6: saw, I saw that version. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was good. It was real good. The
0: better version.
3: Uh, <laughs> oh.
6: I love you.
0: Mm-hmm. I call it the preview. I got I the preview performance.
6: Um, so speaking of Electric, uh, at I'm So Bradley just tweeted, I loved the lighting and cinematography for, throughout the whole episode. So Ditto. my question to you is, did you have a vision going into it of what you wanted it to look like? Or was this a collaboration with a bunch of people?
3: It was. Definitely a collaboration, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I had I had a pretty clear vision. I you know, I had the luxury of being able to live in this world before. So going in, I wanted to, you know, step it up a couple of notches, Mm -hmm. of course. But yeah, I surrounded myself with a lot of the same team. We brought on Brad Hooks Mm -hmm. who writes a lot of Brandon's piano music on the show and did Lou's Band with Brandon as well, all their (laughs) music. Oh, someone's little
4: sister. Yeah.
3: Um, and then he was our musical director on Love Is a Battlefield, mm-hmm. and so he wrote all of those songs. And then I brought on Chris Downey and Sarah and Fahey, who were, they were our choreographers on this show. There's choreography. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah,
6: we've had Chris here. Mm-hmm. Oh, during oh, our we dance have. team yeah. stuff, yeah. right? In fact, yeah. you did a dance with him. Oh, yeah.
3: that's right. I remember that. That was <laughs> a good episode. It. He yeah. loved it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I was surrounded by that that same team. So I was very kind of lucky. That
6: um, way. So follow up question: Whose idea was the heavy guy liner? <laughs> Because I'd like to thank them. Uh, it really brought me back
2: to Wait, like the early two thousand. Wait, the heavy contouring though.
6: Oh yeah, like so it
4: was contours all everything.
2: everything. It was like all about On the gold, the gold face. Oh my god! And you guys, mm-hmm. I don't I know if you guys could really see it, had, like, that but everybody hip-hop. had their nails painted. I saw. Yes,
0: yes, guys yeah. and girls. Yeah, I yeah. love that. It was, it was blue right? for
7: two. I know. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned cinematography. My favorite. And I told you after after the episode was when it pans back and forth between Brandon and then the two girls. Yes, so good. I was just gonna say the shadowing was my favorite favorite moment.
5: Honestly, I would show this if I was teaching like a history class or something in school. Now I would show this version just to get the percent because the way that you relate everyone's relationship, you know, to Romeo and Juliet, it'd be like such a good way. Like, okay, you didn't get the book here. Let me show you a different way and tell me if you understand it now. And then now let's discuss the story. Right. Because it was. It was just perfect. it was important for
3: us to do that on the fosters yeah and that, you know t- to credit joanna johnson and peter page and all of mm-hmm. us in the writer's room it was sort of th- the only way to do a version of Romeo and juliet on the fosters would be to make sure that all of our characters have something <laughs> just, you know some attachment to it absolutely so those stories became just as important that's why we have so many looks in mm-hmm. the audience while they're yeah. watching the show and yeah
0: and um, it, it just allows the characters to be like introspective too, like
3: seeing themselves on like stage.
0: Yeah. Yes.
4: You
3: yeah. know, and and art moves us, and art brings us back, and art you know you know raises memories and, yeah. and attachments. Mm-hmm. It's
0: such a subtle small thing, but when Cal, uh, Callie, and Brandon had their duet, when he was practicing, and needed her to sing it. I, uh, pet like it's, it's a very subtle thing, but when I pet peeves on shows is when they're like, "Oh, I know the song," and they like know it perfectly from sight reading it, and then they are just have right. it memorized. And the fact that she said, "Oh, I've heard Mariana do it a thousand times," yes. I was like, "That Billion. makes sense." Like, yeah. I needed that little reason oh, for good. her to know it. Good. So, like, I was like, "Thank you."
3: <laughs> and <laughs> her hesitation too. I, that is yes. one of my favorite scenes in the episode because the two of them, obviously, we mm-hmm. know how great they are together, but it just felt so Rally. in the moment. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: Captain and first mate, right here on that ship. <laughs>
3: oh yeah, the both of you, and you're not so much. I'm right? gonna talk about. No, <laughs> like,
5: I'm sort of hanging no. on. Like, there's a rope, but
0: um, he's turning eighteen soon. You know, they're gonna go to call it. I'm cutting
5: that rope, dude. I just, um, <laughs> well, I'm not the big incest. Many people. <laughs> tweeted me this week. It's not incest, yeah. It was like
6: crazy because Jeff has all these strong opinions, which are great. (laughs) um, And like, you know, Steph and I really don't have those opinions, but a lot of them tweeted at me this week saying that Brandon is going to be uh, 18 in the next episode, right? That is correct. Yeah, so... It's coming, baby. Uh, don't worry.
0: It's not me against Browley because their chemistry is pretty amazing. Yeah. It's that I, for so long, wanted Callie to have a nice, safe home, and mm-hmm. that like overweighed
3: mm-hmm. my want for her to have like a true love. I understand that. I yeah. mean, we do. I mean, we constantly talk about that at I'm work sure. and in the writers' room. It's it's always a conversation, at least five times a week. Mm-hmm. You know?
6: Is it hard to not give the fans what they want? Because I feel like they're so vocal.
3: <laughs> they're they're extremely vocal, and we always say we don't we don't let the noise detour us we don't tell our stories based on you know what we read on social media mm-hmm. but at the same time we love interacting with our fans and we love the fact that they're so vocal and they're so passionate and so in it mm-hmm. so to me it that did. it's almost like theater you know it's like it to be able to interact with with your audience while you're watching it. It's it's a new form of, yeah. you know, almost being in the room with everyone and feeling that pulse and that energy.
5: Absolutely. I love it. Um, the scene that actually, my favorite, that was really emotional for me was when Brandon is pulling her like so aggressively and she gets scared and he's like, let's do it, let's do it now because that was just the realest moment and then they had to sit down he's like, and why do you think? Almost like he had to teach her that lesson. She's like, it's too late. Oh, that made me cry a lot. Really hard for me.
0: <laughs> and I liked that you guys uh, continued that scene. We had a big moment yeah. of like, do you think we could have worked? Had this? Had we told moms? Right. And then we cut. And then I was like, no, we need to continue this, and we did. But what do we think on the panel? Do we think if they had told them and like been truthful, would they have allowed it? Would their outcome have been different? What do you think, Jillian?
6: I think that before she was in Adam's Foster, I feel like. The moms have a very strong moral compass. And I don't know if they would have let that slide, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they did make the right choice by not saying anything. Um, But also, the great thing about their love story is it's so true to what high school is. Yes. Although it's surrounded by so many dramatic elements that you would never have in it, you know, a normal high school life. You know, we all have our drama. But Callie's is just, like, amplified. It really does show... The truth in a relationship. Like, you know, a lot of people don't end up with the person that they first fall in love with. A yep. lot of people aren't with the same people that they met in high school. More power to you if you have had that mm-hmm. high school sweetheart, or even my friend has a middle school sweetheart. They've been yep. together since they were in eighth grade and wow. they're happily wow. married with two wow. kids. Hey. Wow. And it's just like, you know, you never, <laughs> you don't know what it's gonna be. But for me, I feel like Browley is so true. And as a viewer, it keeps me hanging on because mm-hmm. neither of them are happy. So they're still wanting each other. And who knows? We talk about it all the time. Yeah. Maybe in 10 years, maybe in five years, they revisit their situation. Because how many times do you go back to your ex? Yes, you know, of course. It's like a comfortable spot. And maybe Reach, it's girl. Maybe Reach. it's not the time now, mm-hmm. but it could be the time in the
5: future. And don't give up, fans. Yes. <laughs> God, that's why she's a captain. I'm right there with you, girl. <laughs> no, I agree 100% because it's you know they had they said something it would have been dismissed regardless why because they're children and you know what as a child as much as I thought I was an old soul and that I knew I didn't know anything. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so they can think all that they want, but they're very smart and thank God that they had Lena and Steph to kind of guide them through life, to tell them that this is how it works and so they knew not to say anything and to just go with what they had. Like Brandon is unbelievable in regards to the way he helps Callie with everything. Like he he actually plays her brother too, no matter what, which is, that's the weird part and I really do get that, but that's why later in life when they can grow up and. when she doesn't necessarily need this family, but she'll have them anyways, it'll be accepted amongst everyone because it'll be undeniable once they're adults, you know? Because you're, you're going to be able to express yourself more freely.
0: Yeah, I, I think that while they would have said, like, this, you don't know, your you don't want your kids, whatever, I think they would have to give value to the fact that they did have sex. Yeah. And, like, even if they're telling them you can't be together, they can't, like, maybe stop them from, like, continuing that and, like, hooking up further. Mm-hmm. So I think that they possibly would have, like, separated them into another house and And that's the
5: last thing that they needed because that's their support.
0: And I will just say, when they had a
3: peace, there was the restraining order. So Mm -hmm, imagine if they, if we went further, you know, what would that have been within our household? Um, I will say in the finale there's there's a lot that goes on. Yeah, we see so that preview. Prepare yourself. I know she's gonna up. tell
5: them that she's gonna say that they can't fight it. Say that. No, but I saw <laughs> I know, I know Kelly. I, know. I saw her
3: words in his mouth. Um
0: oh I forgot about the restraining order. That yeah. was huge. Yeah. yeah.
5: And then they ask her that question in the interview for the preview next week. And then when she cries, it's one of those things where when you have to be honest, you have to be honest, especially about something that you can't, like remember that whole conversation about them not regretting it. Yeah. It gets to the point when you deny, deny, deny. You're like, no, I don't want to deny this anymore. This well, is what I feel. Their is what relationship
0: I too has evolved quite a bit this season. They're being very open and honest with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's been a big change.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, well, Ashley, as a former flame of Brandon, <laughs> Um, oh God! <laughs> how do you feel about the Bradley situation? Because I know you're a fan of the show too. Like, are are you feeling I, um, like they will end up together? Are you feeling like they need time apart?
2: Um. Oh God. I I don't know. I was I was like the biggest Bradley. I think the last time I was here, didn't we discuss that? Yeah. yeah. I love them together, and I feel so bad that I'm breaking them up. Blah, blah. <laughs> um, but I I love now that Callie has such a such a family, and I love that I love that she has a support system, and I love what she's doing with. Um, it's, is it the app?
1: Yes. Doing app. Boston yes, Boston. Yeah. <laughs> I got it right. Um
2: I'm a couple episodes behind. <laughs> <laughs> um, no but I love what she's doing with the app now and I I don't know, I really like the r- relationship now. So I don't I don't know, I guess you're right. I guess in a few years they could revisit it, but I think right now it's okay
5: It's where it needs to be.
2: It's where it needs to be, yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. It's been really dramatic. Mm-hmm. You, so dramatic in the past three episodes,
5: girl. This is what <sighs> oh I my live for. <laughs> I, I just I, gotta
4: catch I,
6: up. just
7: watching all of this right now, watching the three <laughs> we, we discuss it. No, it's, it's really it's really wonderful, actually. Um, that's 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 what entertainment is for. That's what television is about. It's mm-hmm. about being able to create something that causes feelings in people to discuss it. To be able to whether it's an up or up or down, and it's what you were talking about before, not necessarily going off of what are people wanting but you you reel them in you you give them something that they want and then you say okay now we're going to take it here yeah. and we're going to say make make them feel whatever it is and the fact that we've been discussing this for Ten how minutes. long how long now yeah. and That's it's it, it it continues to provoke um, i i, I i just, I'm loving it. I'm loving watching that. <laughs> I'm loving it too. Just to clarify, yeah, you're right?
0: you to clarify, you ready for us to move on? Is that what you're saying? No, not at all, not at all, no, oh, okay, okay. At all. No, 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 no. Because I have one <laughs> more I point. can see I, how that I have one more point, if that's okay. Then you please go ahead, <laughs> sir. Should we do a Twitter poll? <laughs> okay. Okay, <laughs> so I keep talking. No, Um. speaking of giving people what they want, um, g- not giving them what you want is what makes it interesting. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. the Ross and Rachel effect in France. They wanted them together from season one. They got together like, and then uh, that happened. <laughs> they were on um, a break. They were on a break, <laughs> and then he got married, and then I, the take, the Rachel, Rachel,
2: Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: You know what I'm saying. And that's right. what makes the show interesting. What makes you want to watch it. Had they got together from season one and spent nine seasons together, Ross and Rachel, you'd be mm-hmm. like, I, am I bored? Boring. I don't know. Boring. And yeah. it's speaking of friends, uh, it kind of has the quality of the Foster says the Foster has amazing things that I keep watching for but like Friends I don't have a favorite character because I like
3: them all so yeah. much really that's yeah. good to know yeah. yeah, we we that was always our intention we wanted it to feel like a home like comfort like yeah. some of those shows that I grew up on Friends, Roseanne, you know those shows like I Love Lucy, even back in the day, like mm-hmm. where you just you felt like you just wanted to be in that living room and you mm-hmm. wanted to be a part of those people's lives. And yep. anytime you get home and you're not feeling well or you've had a bad day, or just turn on those shows and you just can like you know, it's like a warm blanket. Yeah, That's how I feel about yeah. the
5: Fosters. I rewatch episodes on Netflix all the time. Really? <laughs> yeah, Good yeah. To yeah. Know. I have. I, uh, I have friends who will text me all the time randomly now because they didn't start and they've just watched me like talk about it all the time. Like I started watching the Fosters, I'm obsessed. I started watching the Fosters, I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh me and my daughter started watching this. You know you know, it's it's such a good platform for families to discuss mm-hmm. and then for also like even adults to kind of watch like revisit their own life situations just yeah. to see how things are and I like that the Fosters does it in in such a real way but not dramatic in a sense where it's like, you know, where it, Sometimes TV overdoes it. It's right. just exactly how it is, and and it's all situations and, and more of our generation rather than your family house, uh, Family Matters or Full House or stuff mm-hmm. like that. Right. I even know some hear. like major
6: mm-hmm. TV snobs, and I'm like, guys, yeah, it's on Freeform, <laughs> but just give it a chance. Like I'm telling you, watch the pilot episode and then come and talk to me and tell me that you don't want to see what happens to the girl that was in juvie.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Like, it, it pulled us in so hard, and I think that, you know, obviously it just, we have to, you know, credit you and and Joanna and Peter because it's just, it's this amazing thing, and, you know, we're so happy because we get to share it with you guys and it brought us together as friends and it's just I, we just love it and that's why we're so happy to finally have you guys you here and, and both of you and it's just really nice it's it's nice to Can we to have a kumbaya
3: this. moment for oh, a second? Yeah. The same thing. I was saying over here the
4: head. That was so great just never the me. Yes. I'm not I getting will emotional. Not show
0: emotion. I will not show emotion. Jeff is an ice queen. Uh, uh, Thank you so much. <laughs> Um, I'm in Frozen. Um, speaking of like the fan support, though, I've never seen it quite to this extent as mm-hmm. the Fosters. Like, I'm thinking in particular about like the Bradley Birthday Project. Yeah, where fans
3: got together and created that. Like, that's amazing. Taylor, Taylor, yeah. that was all Taylor, and then she just gathered.
4: We did know. one
2: last year too, where we all took Bradleying pictures, and Taylor DM'd me, and she was like, "I need you to like do a Bradleying picture <laughs> with like a D or like an L on your
4: hand." Mm-hmm. And I was like,
2: okay. "Okay," and I was literally like in rehearsal. And you guys were all calling me to come downstairs. I think we were doing tech or something. Yeah. I was like, I gotta take this picture. And I'm like in the back trying to get a picture of it. But Taylor's so good at like heading all that stuff.
3: Literally, I was in the writer's room when I got it, I think. I was at work. I'm pretty sure I was in the writer's room because mm. I was around a lot of people. And I started to tear up. So I had to get up and go in my office. And I sat in my office for half an hour just reading through everything and, you know, mm-hmm. we're so lucky that way because we're surrounded by so many great people and so many people that love the show and, you know, when we hashtag Foster's Family, we really mean it, mm-hmm. you know? It has become a community. It's become, you know, one big viewing party and everyone's connecting and making friends that you hear about all the time. And
5: Oh, yeah. I just a love lot. It. So I'm lucky. So many, So many, like, that... people who have come together, like, uh, we we have our regulars, you know? Mm-hmm. Shout out to, to Emma, to Abby, to right. Laura, to, to all these Totally to... like, and then and that's the one like out of all the podcasts that I do, my phone blow the second Monday and Tuesday come around. Mm-hmm. Just that's Blends the only up. time I'm like, dang, I'm popular. That's what's up, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that, but but it's just because they're so willing to talk about it, and I think they see that we're like just as invested as well. Yeah, and they like that because. I you know I wish I had this show in high school because I would have made a club. Yeah, right. Yeah, the Fosters fan club. Well, Duh.
6: there's also a love fest going on on Twitter. Uh, Megan underscore black06 tweeted, "I created this Twitter to talk about the Fosters, wow. the mm-hmm. only show that I fangirl is hard for." Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, Lizette Escobar says, "It's yeah. real life situations. I love that about it." Um, Sierra Carter said, I hooked my mom and my grandma.
4: Hmm.
6: Um, Brittany Alyssa said, I'll rewatch every weekend with my mom and she gets annoyed. (laughs) 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 No, but it's just like, there's so many messages from you guys and we so appreciate it. You know, obviously... Bradley reads all your tweets because he's really good about replying to all yeah. of them.
3: I do. Um, it's become an important part of, of the process for me. You know, I'm, Even if I'm up at 2 o'clock in the morning just trying to get through as much as I can, I, I do it when I can. Yeah. Go to yeah. bed. <laughs> You're <They're> busy. <laughs> I know.
0: I know.
2: I said you don't sleep. I really don't. You
0: don't. I need more sleep. <laughs> uh, um, we got to just talk about the um, Jude and then Steph moment. Mm. Yeah. Jude, we saw yeah. rocking out. He breaks down, crying. He's still mm-hmm. none of our first boyfriend. Yeah. Are you wearing blue that was, for Jude? Nails. That's what I, did I, you know can, know I that. kept Jillian's looking at her nails. nails I was
6: like, I kept grabbing her hands. I yeah, totally planned it. Okay. Yeah. For Hayden coming come in next week. Um, that broke my heart. Honestly, yeah. I feel like you know a lot of the fans have been really vocal to us about sort of like missing Jude a lot this season and him not being around as much. But you know, obviously. They do a really good job of sort of letting each character shine, and I feel like um, a lot of characters that maybe didn't have their shine in the first half got their shine in the second half. Um, with Jude in this episode and the flashbacks, which I thought were really amazing as far as the pacing of the episode, yes, um, it made the episode breeze by, and I was like actually disappointed when it was over. I was like, oh my god! Hmm. Um, but the flashbacks were really effective, especially with Jude and sort of the emotional roller coaster that he's been going through. And I really had no idea that it was going to hit him this hard. Did you guys feel that way?
5: I was waiting for it. I wanted it to because oh. I knew that it was going to affect him, but he's so young that he didn't realize it until certain situations kind of happened. To him. You, you know when you get a you you get um, perspective and then once you can apply it to yourself you're like okay I'm allowed to feel this way and like as a kid that's I was waiting for that because I remember being so like the things I would write just because it's the first time you feel things Mm -hmm. you know as an adult we're used to it and we know how to brush things off and be like well I'm gonna ignore that but you can't do that as a kid because you don't even know how to handle it Mm -hmm. so it was really beautiful to see to have him see that moment even as an actor to see him cry and to see him just really kind of invest himself in that role
3: you also have to remember Callie and Jude they, you know, they protect their hearts a little bit more than a lot of us do, and so mm-hmm. they might bottle some stuff up, and eventually it's going to come out, and that's what happened with Jude. You know, mm-hmm. he's, yeah, it's you know, uncork that bottle, and
0: it's going to. Yeah, blow. and it's hard for like men to show motion as I'm a great example of. And um, <laughs> but like, you, Ice Queen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like jumping up and down and, like that physical release was such a great way for him. How to, like, adorable open up.
3: Is he in that scene? No, he's so oh, adorable! Oh my know. god! Both
6: of One them. One of my favorite moments. They were just like so great, and that's why it was so crushing to see the end
5: of the episode. Yeah,
0: okay. yeah. I gotta ask, Steph, how did you predict it was Jack? Because I didn't see that coming.
5: Oh, right away, because it was, that was the, the same foster parent that, um, that Jude and Callie had, and I, he was going somewhere new. And so the second when she started walking into the kitchen, I was like, don't let it be Jack, don't let it be Jack. It didn't cross my mind. Because that's the only reason why there'd even be conflict. And Jack was already someone who's been rebelling, someone who's been difficult in his other homes. And then it was like the perfect way for them to have something that serious happen to the foster community that now Callie can rep, like, you know, and just trying to say, like, this is why we're making this app. This is why it's so important, because a child just died from this fool over a year that wanted to, you know, act some type of way. Oh, well but yeah. it's, just, another, it's just makes it I think no. you're the only person I've
2: talked to like, that has what? predicted it was going to be Jack what? I said you're the only person I've talked to who predicted it was going to be Jack that's really but,
6: funny but I've, we just had a feeling yeah. going into it I, it's just I mean obviously it's crushing and, and unbelievable that things like this occur but kudos to you guys for bringing it to light because this is stuff that's happening every day Mm -hmm. and you don't hear about it.
3: And as a culture, we say this all all the time about the foster care system. We, as a culture, as as American citizens, we don't want to look at some of the systems that are broken in our country. And Mm. this is one of the systems that it's one of the most broken, you know, especially when corporate America starts to interfere with the foster care system Mm -hmm. and it becomes about making a profit on kids and that's why we're doing this whole Justina storyline this season and putting Jack in that home and look at what happens when you're not paying attention when it's about the dollar signs and it's not Mm -hmm. about the child yeah Mm -hmm.
5: I was just telling them um, both that this weekend I met a couple who adopted three uh, teenage uh, foster kids inner-city Chicago and uh, two of them they're mother was murdered by their father mm. so it's just one of those things that not only are these just children without families like we really don't understand the extent of their their trauma and what they've been through and how like you know if we don't help them now you know we don't know what they're gonna do or how they're gonna handle their situations later and so yeah that's when they said that I was like oh my god thank god for the fosters and of course I told them about the show you have to watch the show watch it with your kids talk to them about it and it's
0: nice having a show you can recommend to people without thinking like "Uh, are they gonna like it?
5: Oh right no I'm like relax watch it
0: (laughs) (laughs) but with Jack too I thought it was so nice that um, like addressing the fact that he kissed Jude and then he didn't think he was gay it's so much easier for kids nowadays to be more like open about their sexuality mm-hmm. but just the whole fact that there's not one or 10 things that make or don't make you gay mm-hmm. right. and the mm-hmm. fact that he had like kissed one guy and he was like I'm not gay it's like that's an important example for people to see yeah. right mm-hmm. and he was just being a friend a friend exactly. that loved
3: jude yeah. you know yeah oh, <sighs> I, know. I know i know it is heartbreaking they had such a complicated relationship. Wait till you see the finale. I know. I'm like, damn <laughs> Oh, God. You think Jude is heartbroken now.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last thing I want to say about Jude and Lena is next time they see a show, they should not text while people are on stage. That is oh, yeah. so rude. Well, I are you kidding about me? Are you kidding me? It was
5: so funny. <laughs> I thought <laughs> the same actually, you know I like, why you She should
0: know better than that. That's, so That's the first time I've ever been mad at Lena. <laughs> Well, have you been to the Rockwell? <laughs>
3: Everyone's like, rrr,
2: right? Peter, <laughs> one of our cast members called somebody out on it once, and that guy got real upset. He was like, "No, dude, you were texting during the show. Yeah. Like, what? what do you want me
0: to do?" Also, the Rockwell setup—it's like a thrust. There's tables two seconds from the stage. Yeah. Oh
3: yeah, and um, when you're fighting all around those tables, when I mean you're oh. family, and you end up show, in someone's pork chop. Like,
7: <laughs> oh yeah. So I, my, my dad has moved Hunter, my, my I, youngest like, sister out of the way so she didn't get trampled. Our fight sequence is
2: like we are like in people's faces and when his family came to see the show for the first time his sisters were sitting right next to the stage and I remember there's like a part at the end where we're all like going at each other and I like Put myself right in the middle so that they like nobody Aww. would
4: hit his sisters.
5: Aww. I was like, oh my god, You're a <laughs> they're gonna get hit. I wish I'd be like, yes, oh my god, you I- <laughs> <I mean, laughs> I mean, like, it's oh so god. real. Oh my god. The Rockwell
7: kind of wants that though. They, you know yeah, it, it yeah, creates yeah. that vibe to be able to you know interact and also take pictures, yeah. and tweet, and
0: I think it's necessary you know, for the L.A. audience media. too. And then you order a drink. Exactly, yes. and
7: they want yeah. you drunk. Yeah. <laughs> they want you to drink, <laughs> they want you to
0: have fun. Yeah, they yeah. do awesome stuff there. We are almost out of time. Is there anything fun coming up for you guys you can share with us, any projects you're working on, any weddings you're planning?
6: Weddings? Weddings? <laughs> weddings what? <are> wedding. <laughs> Not a wedding with each other, obviously. <laughs>
7: no, I'm, I am, I'm getting married this year, and, and this year. Uh, it's, it's amazing. I, I mean, the, the fact that I'm getting married is is one thing. It's, it's still hard to just wrap my head around sometimes I mean at the at the end of the day we're so comfortable with each other we're, we're so in love and it's like oh yeah this is this is exactly what it is but sometimes when I step back mm. and I look at it I go how am I old enough for that <laughs> how, how is that happening how is this life but yeah it's it's coming along great man it's it's just been um, it's been a whirlwind it's, it's we're at the place though where we're a few months out and it's crunch time and it's a little stressful. A little stressful. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little stressful. Luckily, we're on the same page with everything, mm-hmm. uh, so we're not ready to kill each other. That's good. Uh, yeah. We'll do it after. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, yeah, when in it's, doubt, Sasha's always fantastic. right. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, this congratulations.
0: I know. I know. Thanks. Man. It's so exciting. Thanks. Actually, that's, that's been a
7: lot of my, my time.
0: Uh, so <laughs> I see you're dropping a single with Brad Hooks? When what? is that coming out? Yes,
2: we actually we we recorded it during first run of. Battlefield and then we shot the video for it right after we finished the first run of Battlefield so we've kind of been sitting on it for oh, a while a and I literally woke up to today to Brad Hooks uh, for, to a text from Brad Hooks that was like here's our cover for the single and I was like hmm? <laughs> "What?" and then it was like Brad Hooks attacked you in a picture and it was the thing that was like coming soon I was like oh okay. <laughs> great so yeah I guess that's
3: it's out happening. Soon. And it's because he has know. the number twenty-four album on iTunes. That's I know. Why. <laughs> well, then
2: I woke up and actually Capitalize. looked at Facebook and I was <laughs> like, "We have this album." And the, 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 yeah. I was like, "There, there, I get it now. Thank you." Yes. So yeah, that single is coming out soon. It's called "Ish," and he wrote it. Um, he wrote it last year and asked if I would sing on it, and it's really cool. Yeah. Oh and good. And a few of our, few of our uh, Battlefielders are in it too. Um, battlefielders, who am I? Battle fam. Um, Jordan Rodriguez is in the music video, and um. Caitlin, who
5: played
2: Caitlyn
3: Caitlin Carver, yeah. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, fun. Is. Can't wait to hear that. That'll be really cool. All right. Bradley, what about you? Uh, working on a new, a new musical. Sleepy that, Hollow. Yeah. We're changing the title. It's called Not he- Sleepy it's, Hollow. It's, <laughs> <laughs> not, it's called Not Sleepy it's Hollow. It's called Not Sleepy Hollow. No, we're calling Tired. it Headless. Ooh. And nice. it's a very modern interpretation of Sleepy Hollow. So wow. it's, it's another rock opera that Brad Hooks is writing, 20 ish original. Twenty-ish.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I, I heard it. I heard it. I Around you. twenty
3: original <laughs> songs for it, and we're oh. we're gonna put it up in LA as a workshop uh, in May. Oh my God! Is and casting then, announced yet? So Ashley is, <laughs> is in it. Yes. Uh, but it's really freaking cool. It's really dark and gothic. We, and we have some songs. We the music's already, incredible
2: so good.
4: Yeah. Oh my god, that's so awesome. Good. Is in, that going to be- In that
2: same text from Brad this morning, I got a Dropbox of the songs that are, are finished already, so I get to learn them yeah. and record them very soon.
4: So. Nice.
3: But we're opening a new space on Hollywood Boulevard and it's going to be the first show in that space. Really? So, <laughs> literally a block away from the Pantages. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. We a very cool space. which you guys see okay. it. It's It's pretty awesome
6: amazing we'll go get sushi yeah got oh, across
4: the street totally. <laughs> absolutely we will I can't yes. believe how much stuff
3: you've got going on
4: yeah
3: so what that man. and then Peter and I we uh. just sold a new pilot and I'm dying to talk talk about it but we're not allowed to and it's but it's pretty epic it's pretty it's oh, pretty nice. fantastic
0: is Ty just a Was that a mini series or is that coming out? that back? was a one time thing it was mm-hmm. yeah you awesome know, there
3: was potential for maybe doing another six episodes but and we'll see I don't know but oh my God, we're awesome. focused on this new show. Well, thank you so much for being here, yes, all
0: of you. Yeah, thank you. It was so much fun. It was a blast. It flew by like that. Good.
3: Um, where can we can going find
0: you guys on Twitter before we go.
7: At Corbin Blue. And that's all platforms. That's Twitter,
6: that's Instagram, and Facebook.
0: Amazing.
2: Ashley, I go to nine. Same for all platforms.
6: <laughs>
0: At Bradley, Bradley. Cool. What about you, Jillian?
6: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jillian Leff, on my Facebook page, Jillian Leff Official, or on Snapchat at Jillie Leff, And I'm gonna try to take some snaps
5: before we all leave. Okay. Yeah.
3: For Emma.
6: For
5: Emma. We're gonna oh, Bradley. Yeah. Let's <laughs> oh, take a Bradley and We're
3: Emma, good right? listeners. <laughs>
5: and you can all find me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie on Instagram at the Stephanie Georgie, and for the People vs. O.J. Simpson American Crime Story After Show after this.
0: Cool. And I tweet from Jeff Masters. One, guys. We'll see you next week for the finale. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye,
3: Bye
1: guys.